Hello everyone, it is Wednesday, August 17th, 2022, and this is Wrestle Talk Wednesday here on Matt's World. Where's my world? And you all just living it. And we got lots to get into here in the world of professional wrestling, including a certain legend who once again wants to come out of retirement. And I'll give you my thoughts on that. Plus, we have the match of the day. The Taipei Deathmatch from Hardcore Heaven 1995. Ian and Axel Rotten. And before we get into all that, first and foremost, it is the kombucha of the day. And the kombucha of the day is... Blood Orange, Carrot, and Ginger from Health Hate Kombucha. And yeah, this is my first time trying it here. I picked this up from the grocery store yesterday, doing a little grocery shopping. Also got some other uh, kombucha. So, got me my Pilsner glass filled with ice. Let's open this bad boy up. Ah, there we go. Oh, yeah. All right. This is my first time trying this. You know, it's got uh, carrot and ginger but it also has blood orange and i love blood orange it's actually one of my favorite oranges orange drinks to drink so cheers hmm. not bad not bad at all now that we got that out of the way Let's get into some uh, wrestling topics. First and foremost, on Monday Night Raw, we had Dexter Loomis. Once again, showing up on Monday Night Raw. And clearly, they're doing an angle with um, him and The Miz and AJ Styles and Ciampa. And Dexter Loomis, of course, is one of the hirees that was hired back by Triple H, along with Hit Row. Yep. Hit Row is back as well. And this has so far been a good job for Triple H. You know, I mean, Triple H is... Been doing a tremendous job, and also on um, Monday Night Raw, we saw a tremendous match between AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley. Five-star match, and also most definitely a match of the year candidate for 2022, in my opinion. And also we had Asuka and Alexa Bliss advancing to the tournament, and they'll be taking on... Dakota Kai and Io Sky. And 
there is no doubt that uh, EO and Dakota, they're going to advance to the finals. I mean, will they win it all the way? I don't know. But they are definitely advancing to the finals. I mean, they're on a hot streak. They're a new crew. There's no way they're going to cool off their jets right now. And also, I saw a heat wave um, last night. And we had Gallus. And we have Tyler Baxter and some other lady uh, from NXT UK come in to NXT. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, rumor has it that uh, NXT UK might be shutting down. So, the British are invading, people. The British are invading. Speaking of NXT, there is a new WWE It couple. That couple is Core Jade and Braun Breaker. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Core Jade, I love. You know, I love Core Jade, and uh, I've actually spoken with her a few times on um, on Instagram. And, you know, I mean, last time I heard she was, um, she was engaged to Trey Beck Becker, of course, so it was, of course I heard that, uh, they had, uh, broken off their engagement, which is kind of sad, and Braun Breaker, he's my boy, you know, he's my boy, I love watching him on NXT, he has, um, you know, he has cleaned out the division. You know, I think that there's um, no one left for him to wrestle. I mean, I was actually thinking about it last night with his, during his match against JD. I think Braun Breaker, um, right before Survivor Series, I think he's going to be called out to the main roster. Yeah, I think the next ones to go out to the main roster are going to be Toxic Attraction and Braun Breaker. Yeah, I think they're going up to the main roster soon. You know, it's not going to be a matter of when. It's, I mean, it's not going to be a matter of if. It's going to be a matter of when. And I think right before Survivor Series, they're going to be called up. And, well, I think Gigi Dolan and, um, oh, the other girl. I keep forgetting her name. Damn it. Well, those two are going to get called up uh, to the main roster. Mandy Rose, I think, uh... I think they might keep her down there for a little while longer, but um, before we know it, she'll be called up, too. And, you know, I think Mandy Rose, she'll um, she'll definitely be a splash on, um, on the main roster. You know, now that she's gotten that um, rejuvenance now, and um, I see... I see those... Um, I see the three of them being on Raw and SmackDown because they're going to win the women's tag team titles and Mandy Rose, she's going to be either uh, the Raw women's champion or the SmackDown women's champion. Or better yet, she could be both. I mean, nowadays they're doing undisputed championships. <laughs> so, I don't see why not. And... 
Also, um, Escobar Santos, he lost last night on NXT. And I think he's also going to be um, heading to the main roster too. Most likely SmackDown. I want to see him on SmackDown. You know, and um, go after that Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I could see him being an Intercontinental Champion and a Tag Champion, but not a World Champion. No. Though I might be wrong. Prove me wrong. And as for Braun Breaker, I can see him definitely on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, he's definitely a Monday Night Raw guy. And he's definitely going to be World Champion. You know, he's going to win all the belts on the main roster. He's going to be Tag Champion. Intercontinental Champion, United States Heavyweight Champion, and he's going to be the World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, WWE Champion and Universal Champion. So, he's definitely going for that. But getting back to Cora Jade and Braun as a couple, I wish them all the best. And I admit, even though Braun Breaker's my boy, I'm a little jealous, you know, because, you know, I've talked to Cora Jade, and, you know, I like her. I mean... I know I don't have a shot with her, but ooh, we is she sexy. Yeah. So, um, well, congratulations on the new couple. Let's hope they make it. Let's hope that they collect belts, fuck like minks, raise rugrats, and live happily ever after. Oh yeah, also, got a update on NWA74. We got some legends coming on this two-night event. On night one, we have Medusa. Oh, sorry, not Medusa, uh, Baby Doll. Yep, Baby Doll is going to be there. And... She was on, I think, yeah, I think she was on the, um, the Grizzly Smith, uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode, and, uh, she looks still very beautiful. I mean, she's as beautiful as ever, you know, and it's gonna be nice to see her there. Also appearing on night one, former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Tommy Rich. Yep, he's gonna be on there. And then for night two... We have two legendary members of the Horsemen. First and foremost, Barry Windham. That's right. Former United States Heavyweight Champion, former television champion, and multiple time tag team champion, and also former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And also appearing. Another legendary member of the Horsemen, J.J. Dillon. Yep, J.J. Dillon is going to be there as well. So that's going to be tremendous. And I'm going to be there with my fried chicken, watching it all. And in fact, there's also a new match that's been added to the card. We got Rodney Mack taking on the Pope. And I love watching the Pope. And Rodney Mack... He's kind of gotten a career resurgence somewhat. Um, don't see him winning any big championships, but uh, it's nice to see him there. Nice to see him wrestling. So, um, yeah, this should be a good match, as well as um, the table match 
And we also have uh, Carrie Morton taking on um, Homicide for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. We also got the United States Tag Team titles that are going to be on the line. There's going to be some teams that are going to be going at it. And also, for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, we got Tyrus and Trevor Murdoch. So, that ought to be fun. And now, we are going to take it to the mat. That's right, we're going to take it to the mat here. Well, after bleeding to death and looking like he should never wrestle in the ring again, the kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, nature boy Ric Flair has been hinting at coming out of retirement. He says... You know, in a post, I think it was Twitter or Instagram, most likely Twitter. He says that he regretted um, saying it was going to be his last match. He says, next time, I'm going to stay hydrated. And that's what he blamed um, him looking so sluggish uh, later on in the, in the match on uh, being uh, dehydrated. And you saw him there with, with some beer saying, next time, I'll drink more water to stay hydrated. And let me tell you something. I mean, either this man has an ego so big that he can't even get his whole head into the door, or this man just has a death wish. But Ric Flair should never, ever, ever, ever get back into the ring. Okay? I remember telling my brother this. My brother, he um, he came over like last week and I said, yeah, Flair had his last match. And I said, you know, like, yeah, he's 73 years old and he was wrestling out there. You know, he had a pacemaker. And my brother was like, he needs to sit down somewhere. And yes, he really does need to sit down somewhere. Okay? Not that I'm against old wrestlers going out there and wrestling. I mean, if they still got it. Chris Jericho still got it. Sting has still got it. Of course, Sting knows that his time will soon be up, and then he'll have to retire permanently. Um, Ricky Morton. Of course, this is his last year of wrestling, so he's on a world tour. This is his goodbye tour. But Ric Flair? No. 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 Ric Flair is tarnishing his legacy. Okay, it's bad enough we hear that he's back to drinking. And he's doing this, by the way, with a pacemaker. And you shouldn't be drinking when you have a pacemaker. But now he wants to also get back in the ring again after getting a send-off. And he blames it on, oh, I was just dehydrated. I just needed to drink more water. No, it's the fact that your time is up. And there's an old saying in show business that a great performer knows when to get off the stage. All right? And guess what? It's time for Ric Flair to get off the stage. Okay? He's had a 
great career. Decades upon decades upon decades of great matches. He's fought them all and he's beaten them all. Terry Funk, Harley Race, Barry Windham, Lex Luger, Sting, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Eric Bischoff. Of course, in real life, they had a feud. Mick Foley. Okay, he's fought them all, he's beaten them all. And he needs to go. He needs to go away. Look, he can make an appearance. You know, he can make an appearance where you see him in the ring and, like, he'll throw a few punches or chops. But he does not need to get in there and wrestle. He does not need to have a full-blown match. Okay? No. No. And I love Ric Flair. Ric Flair, he's on my Mount Rushmore of great world champions of professional wrestling. He's up there along with Hogan, Cena, and Shawn Michaels. Okay? He's up there with those guys. But his time has come, has come and gone. Okay? He's had his time. He's had his championship belts. I mean, what more is there for him to prove? Okay? What more is there for him to prove? Okay? Guys like him do not need to wrestle anymore. Okay? Mick Foley doesn't need to wrestle anymore. And me and my friend Kenny, we were talking about this. And he was... And I remember saying, like, listen, Mick Foley does not need to be back in the ring. Okay? Mick Foley can barely... I mean, when you see him walk now, he has a limp. He walks with a limp. He's got arthritis, okay? And plus, even if Mick Foley wanted to get back into the ring, we wouldn't be seeing a Mick Foley in his prime, okay? We wouldn't be seeing the Mick Foley that took on Vader in the in the Texas Death Match at Halloween Havoc 93. The Mick Foley that got blown to bits in that explosion match with Terry Funk or the Mick... Foley that won the World Heavyweight Championship from The Rock on Monday Night Raw. No, we wouldn't be getting him. All right? Hell, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. And, of course, we've heard that Hulk Hogan wants to come back and have one more match. And you know what? He's done, too. Okay? And I'm a Hulkamaniac myself, but Hulk Hogan doesn't need to wrestle either. He's got staples in his back. Okay? He can't take a back bump, okay? One bad move, and he's going to be in a wheelchair, all right? So I'm sorry, folks. For those of you who are like, well, he's Ric Flair, and he can do whatever he wants. Why can't he come back for another match? It's like, uh, because the guy is 73 years old with a pacemaker, okay? Triple H has a pacemaker, and he knows not to be in the ring. Yeah, it's going to suck. We're not going to see Triple H have one last match. And yeah, it sucks that he had to retire because of a heart attack. But guess what? Shit happens, people. Shit happens. Okay? Ric Flair should stay retired. There's no other way to say this. 
I love Ric Flair. I love his daughter. His daughter is a tremendous athlete, and she'll be coming back soon. And he has had a tremendous legacy. Outside of the ring, yeah, he's been an asshole. He's been a dick. You know, we've heard about the divorces, the financial problems, the, um, you know, like some of the claims, you know, like he had sex with Halle Berry and, you know, the, you know, the, and then of course we know about him, like, you know, wiggling his dick, you know, in front of women on that uh, plane ride from hell, the, the stewardess, and what have you. I mean, yes, we all know that Ric Flair isn't perfect, but he is a legend. And to come out of retirement just for one more match, it would absolutely tarnish his legacy, okay? It would just tarnish his legacy. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's a two-time Hall of Famer, I should say. Yes, two-time... Hall of Famer, multiple-time World Heavyweight Champion, on the Mount Rushmore of greatest legends in professional wrestling. But he should stay retired and never come back. Okay? Stay out of the ring, Flair. Please. Stay out of the ring. Alright, now it's time for our match of the day. We have... The Taipei Deathmatch. Ian and Axel Rotten. Of course, I've shown this before on WrestleTalk Wednesday. I watched it once with uh, my best friend, Prima Johnny, friend of the show. So now we're going to look at it again. And this is my all-time favorite ECW match. Okay? My opinion, the most violent, most brutal ECW match of all time. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. taped up, dipped in glue, and into broken glass. Shades of the original Kickboxer movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. 
but Bill Alfonso, before he became a manager, he was the evil referee. Right down the middle, daddy! Right down the middle! Ian Rotten. Here's Axel Rotten. That's real glass. There's a bell. Uh, looks like it's going to start as a boxing match. Uh, good kick there by Axel. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I first saw this on one of the ECW uh, VHS tapes. The, I think it was Hardcore Revolution. I saw this on. Oh! Axel with a straight left hand. And there. Down goes Ian. And I remember I used to watch this over and over and over and over again. This was like my favorite match. And still to this day, my favorite match. Uh oh. Here's the thing now where there's a small nick. And Bill Alfonso 
is going to be the party pooper. Got the gangsters and public enemy going at it. Oh, yeah. Gordon's in the ring. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. They're going at each other now. Yeah. Uh, kombucha is starting to burn my upper lip. Yeah, it was the ginger and the carrot. Tastes good, but now it's burning my upper lip here. Definitely not having that again. Now Ian digging his fist right into Axel's forehead there. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching the first uh, Kickboxer movie and I was just in love with this and then when I saw him do this here in ECW I was like oh man this is just like kickboxer and you know I mean I've always been a blood and guts kind of type of dude so um, to watch this I mean this is just tremendous and look taking a I mean they take pieces of broken glass off their taped fists off the glue and just digging it into their skin yeah I remember uh, Prima watching this with me and you know, still to this day, she, she's like, oh, oh, this is, this is brutal. You know, I was, and I remember asking her, I said, like, hey, would you do this kind of match? And she would go, uh, no. You know, she, she was like, you know, I don't understand why people would, you know, why you want to get there and just get cut. <laughs> well, it's ECW, hardcore. 
Oh, man. Look, he's taking a piece of glass and digging it right into Axel's forehead. Ah, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, Axel with a super kick. Oh, digging the fist right into the skin. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Blood. 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 Let there be blood. Right now on the outside of the ring. Oh! Chopping him right in the arm there. Is Ian. I'm oh, sorry, Axel. Oh, yeah, he's punching Ian right in the arm. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> the fans here at the ECW Arena chanting bad breed. Yep. Yeah. Ian's arm is cut up now. <laughs> Alright, they're back in the ring now. Cover. One, two, no! Axel, oh, right on the forehead, those punches. I mean, both men are busted open here. Oh, look at the blood. Oh, low blow by Ian. Could go for it again. Oh! Right in the coconut. Taking up a piece of glass and oh, right on the forehead, right there, the skin of Axel Rotten. Oh, my goodness. And now, DDT. By Ian Rotten. Uh-oh. He's got a small little bag there. Does Ian. Thumbtacks! Oh, man. You know, thumbtacks are very painful. But let me tell you something. I would be body slammed on thumbtacks only for a million dollars yeah I would need at least actually two million 
Oh, back body drop. And Axel going for the splash. Oh. One, two, three. Axel Rotten gets the Duke. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I would need at least $2 million to get body slammed on um, thumbtacks. You know, just a simple scoop and a slam. No power bomb or nothing like that. Just a simple lift up, boom. Slam me down. Little blood never hurt anybody. And there you go. The most brutal match in ECW history. And that's it. And before I get out of here, I also mentioned on Matt's World TV, you know, the promo for this show. That would be making a special announcement, and I am. As of, well, as of next week, it will be the last Wrestle Talk Wednesday, and in its place will be Classic, Re classic Wrestling Wednesday. That's what it is. Classic Wrestling Wednesday. And what it is, is that I'm going to be changing the format here just a little bit. I'm not going to be doing reports on Raw and SmackDown, you know, because, like, uh, I've, I don't think I'm too good at that. I mean, I think I'm okay, but also, like, um, you know, I've been busy with other stuff and, you know, getting a little lazy. So, um, so yeah. So instead, I decided I'm going to change formats and it's still going to be wrestling on Wednesday. It's just that I'm going to be looking at more of classic matches. Yep, I'm going to be looking at some classic matches. Uh, we're going to look at some old episodes, some old matches, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm still going to do mat predictions. Yeah, match predictions for pay-per-views. I'm still going to do that. And I am still going to do... Uh, classic home video reviews as well. And I haven't done one in a while, and I'm going to try and do one in a couple weeks. So make sure you all tune in for that. And next week is where I will do the predictions for NWA 74. And that will be the official last um, Wrestle Talk Wednesday. So make sure that you all tune in for that. And that's it. That'll do it. Hope you all enjoyed it. And until then, don't have a good day. Have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs>